0: good morning everyone my name is brian and today is wednesday may 10th 2023 and this is episode 397 of the lots project podcast a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control how's it going how's it going what's in everyone's cup this morning damn camels uh pip Pip was in the chat first thing this morning. Let's see what time he rolled by. 4, 4.15 in the morning. That would be 4.15 Central. So uh, he's over on the East Coast and uh, basically drops in the old It's Hump Day um, flyby with camel walks by. That's how I started my morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, Kyle says you know what's in his cup. He's got, um, what is that, uh, Folgers Columbian again today? Oh man, I, uh, I mentioned yesterday that I was thinking about doing taste testing on like Folgers and Maxwell house and yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. I, um, I thought about it some more and I just don't think it's worth putting myself through the, the, the pain and torture of, um, the heartburn that comes with it. So eh, eh, guess not but today today I am drinking um, GSD blend GSD get some get shit done blend um, this is the first blend I ever had made by uh, by scrambling there um, and what a great process it was It's good plug Z agrees plug Z proves um, basically I told Brian, this is what I want it to taste like. And this is what I'm picturing. This is what I am. Um, this is what I think I want. This is what I want it to taste like. And, um, these are the characteristics I want. And I said, you know, I want it for that guy that's going out to the chicken coop in the morning. That's got to do some repairs. I want to do it. Uh, I want it to, uh, be a little higher end caffeine and, uh, amp people up to get some stuff done, but I don't want them to be jittery and shaky. Um, I can jam a shitload of coffee in me and be all amped up and jittery and, and, and just be scatterbrained. But I want something that's smooth that has a little higher caffeine content that, you know, it peps you up a little bit more, but it's not something that is going to make you shake, make you uncomfortable and stuff like that. And he said, I got it he sent me three samples um i tried them they were all fantastic and he says uh i said hey i really like number two he goes give it a minute and uh, all of a sudden two more samples came and uh yeah the winner was born the winner was born gsd was born if you want to try it if you want to try it it's a fantastic um it's a fantastic light belt light roast and uh yeah about is highly caffeinated as you can get for not adding any extra. It's great. It's great. GSD Blend. Link is in uh, link at, let's see, foodforestfarms.com. Foodforestfarms.com If you hit the general store, you'll see the Lots Project. You hit that. It says buy coffee now. GSD Blend is on the list. Be sure to check it out. (coughs) Pippinized is forklifting this morning. It says, good morning, campers. I, I think he's, uh I think he may be referring to me. <laughs> and uh, he says he's around and forklifting for dollars. Oh, by the way, I have to put that back on the, um on my list here. I'm going to do it right now. Maybe get to it today. It's been on my, uh, it's been on my topic list for a few days now. And it was kind of buried up on the top and I didn't even notice it. But uh, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, mm, all blends together anymore um ryan mentioned i think it was ryan mentioned a um ryan mentioned a uh, forklift rodeo and uh, i was like oh dude it's not just forklifts it's uh it's full-on equipment so i was going to talk about that but it's just been uh just been sitting there on the top kyle says good morning Corey." no one says hi to Corey enough she always sneaking back there to make her tea, cup of tea. Um, and as I say that, Clyde sits up. Clyde sits up and looks over like, wait, what? Somebody's saying hi to people? <laughs> Everybody say hi to Norman, Walter, and Clyde this morning. Oh, God. All right. Well, we're five minutes in. We uh, can roll into that perfect cup question of the day. All right, everyone, it's time for the 73rd edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question in my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group. That's t.me slash lotschat, t.me slash lotschat. Or check out all my socials as I sprinkle it around and uh, answer. Drop a question, drop a comment, be part of the show. Uh, I dropped it yesterday in the Telegram group and over on Noster. Got a good reply. This question was, again, uh, pretty straightforward this week. We um, we decided that, uh, or I decided, I went to a different list and uh, got more, uh, I guess, less uh, paragraph questions and more short answer. And so today's question is just that. The question of the day today is... <laughs> um, the question of the day today is, sorry, uh, somebody might be distracting me in the comments here on the live feed, but who do you most often compare yourself to? Who do you most often compare yourself to? So I threw that question to the group and I, uh, I got some interesting answers. And a lot of them started to go down the same line. Uh, and um, I appreciate that for sure but let's get to what the what the audience had to say. Josh over in Telegram says, i stopped comparing myself to other people, no good comes of it. How do i know? I used to compare myself to other people occasionally and it's never constructive. I wasn't never i wasn't ever someone excessively vain or concerned about what others think, but i think we all have done it to some degree. It just makes you feel anxious. Yeah, that kind of led off. Uh, Josh is always uh, on the ball with the question and usually is that first answer. If you listen to this segment regularly, you usually hear me say Josh's name first. And it's not because I particularly care for his answers more than anyone else. It just happens to be his is the first one every time. Congratulations, Josh. Congratulations. Thanks for hanging out in the chat. (laughs) Kyle, uh, the back backwoods butcher says, uh, I compare myself to Josh. And then followed up with, no, I. there's a certain point in time where comparing yourself to people causes more harm than good. When you're starting something new, it's helpful, but once you reach a certain point of proficiency, you need to compare compare yourself to... Compare to yourself from the day before. And um, Josh replied with something about the difference between learning and comparing and things like that. I was like, oh, wow, Kyle actually... uh, Kyle actually must be um, really contemplating things early. He must have been before he got started for work for the day, because I'm pretty sure he couldn't come up with that um, while doing something else. That would be that would be a feat. Uh, Chris Dixon says the yester me, and that became a theme pretty quick. Um, and that's what I do. That's what I do if, um, if I need to compare myself to someone. I used to do it quite often, and um, like Josh says, it it just makes you anxious. Like, why can't I do what this person's doing? Well, are my goals and skill sets and everything exactly lined up with that person? Like, exactly motivation, everything, thought process, because otherwise it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up different. <coughs> Carrie, um, Carrie Brown from Strong Roots Resources says, the person I used to be 5, 10, and 20 years ago, And that kind of dives even further into um, the yester me. And if you get pretty contemplative, um, you can you can watch the progression of yourself and maybe not even towards a general goal, but just as a person in general. um, When you compare yourself to different stages of your life, I think it can be very, um, very beneficial um then we had one dropped in by carson uh carson over in telegram chat says i don't find me comparing myself per se i find what i do more is look at aspects of myself and compare those to how i would like to see myself so it sounds like carson's going the opposite way than the other uh couple answers there in a row uh, where they're looking back at their former self Carson's taking pieces of himself and um, kind of projecting out what he would like to see, what he would want to be almost uh, manifesting the person he wants to be by comparing himself to fractions of what he could be. Um, yeah. I, I mean, totally, totally cool. Um, I, I guess you have to have a measuring stick and you have to know where you want to go. And um, yeah, it's a different perspective for sure. And then my favorite answer from yesterday, and I was walking the dogs and this one popped up and I was, uh, I kind of just read it, um, you know, when you get your phone notification and you, you get a notification and, and when I pull my phone down in Telegram, I can read like the first two sentences and then it, the rest is blocked off and you have to go to the message to read it. I was reading, I was walking with the dogs and I don't have really good ser- service and the message popped up and or the notification so i pulled it down and i saw i saw the the preview and i read it and i was like wait what and i didn't see the explanation until i got back because i don't have very good service on my walk and it wouldn't load the whole uh, the whole telegram chat and so the the thing that i spun on for another 45 minutes thinking about it was All right, this is coming from scrambling, um, scrambling over at Food Forest Farms, my coffee guy, who is phenomenal at coffee and also has some interesting um, thought processes. The message I saw and thought about for 45 minutes was, well, I try to emulate the path walked by both the Buddha and George Washington. That's all. That's all I saw. And... I, I, I walked and I thought and I talked to the dogs actually about it a little bit, and I tried to I tried to figure out if first of all there was the rest of a message there, and second, um, what what was the connection here? I was very curious. I know Brian always uh, always has some very. Um, alternative alternative uh thoughts and now they're talking about rulers and um short things in my chat this is fantastic uh but anyway i got back to the i got back to the the camper and i loaded up the message and this is what brian had to say about uh wanting to walk emulate the path walked by both the buddha and george washington brian says George was leading a survey crew of adult men to map the territory of Virginia by the time he was 15, a fully adult job he performed honorably at such a young age, then taking on the task of commander in chief before his final great act of walking away and promoting integrity and unity. And then he says. The Buddhist path, I see similarities. He escaped the golden handcuffs of the palace life and the comforts of family to experience the pain and suffering he witnessed in the world. Those experiences, through his experiences, he became able to show others the path and the end, of the cycle of birth and death. I'm not trying to say, I'm not saying I measure up, but I do try to check in on my progress every once in a while. And I went, okie dokie. All right. I get it. I get it. Totally valid thought. Totally. Uh, I, I didn't know how. The Buddha and George Washington, we're going to come into play there, but uh, totally rational, uh, totally rational thought. And uh, that's great. That's great. I really appreciate. I appreciate that. I appreciate the time everybody takes to uh, drop a uh, a thought in on the perfect cup question of the day. And if you want to, you can always find it in my Telegram group. That's the easiest way. The Telegram group at t.me/lotschat slash lots chat or on any lots project social media including Nostr facebook telegram uh or, excuse me Nostr facebook linkedin instagram doesn't get that post twitter yeah you can find me quite a bunch of places or you can always go to the lostproject.com and we have links to everything there with that uh be sure to uh check out the perfectcup.shop and uh we're gonna wrap it up for today be sure to keep keep an eye out for that question for tomorrow and uh, now back to the main show all right all right that was um, that was an interesting it was an interesting question for sure Um, and I was curious the the reply I was going to get the direction it was going to go when we uh what was the question the other day it kind of went started going down all the same path, but everybody had slightly a different answer. I was wondering if that was going to be this. Um, and it kind of did, it kind of, there were two, there were two camps, people that have kind of found, found something reliable and, uh, worthwhile to compare themselves to. And then other people that have just decided to walk their own path and, um, use their own measuring stick. Um, god let's catch up in this uh chat i started something way up here uh when i said i said no one says hi to clyde and um josh uh, josh says good morning Corey. we don't forget you're there and uh hi boys and then um kyle Kyle started talking to the dogs and i'm reading as he types in all caps walk treats want to go for a ride (laughs) And I'm going, what is going on over there? And uh, yeah, I heard I, my dogs don't react to that shit, dude. Like they are the biggest, laziest. The only thing that my dogs react to really is um, Norman reacts to music like no shit. Um, there could be a movie on. He'll be in a dead sleep in another room and a song will come on during the movie and he will pop up on his feet run around and grab a toy and come and like almost prance next to you. Like he's dancing. Been doing it since he was a a puppy. Um, Corey, Corey and I have always taught the dogs to when they get excited to grab a toy. Um, we had very mouthy German, German shepherds and, um, unintentionally they would mouth at your hands and things like that when they got excited. So we taught them, go grab a toy, have a toy in your mouth and then you can't bite me. Um, Intentionally or unintentionally, well, through that theory, um, through that theory, we just kept teaching all the dogs when you get excited, you grab a toy, when they focus on the toy, they're not like knocking you over. Well, until we got these ones, these ones grab a toy and they'll try to knock you over, but anyway. Norman since he was uh, a puppy Corey would have him grab a toy and she would like to play music around the house and then she would dance with the dogs and I think this clicked with Norman Norman really enjoyed this now um, that's pretty much why in the morning if he hears your alarm go off if it's any sort of uh, musical tone he is grabbing a toy and shoving it in your face watching a movie watching TikTok videos anything depending on the song here comes norman grunting and running across the room with a toy in his mouth so josh or uh, kyle says the beethoven soundtrack no uh norman is actually a big fan of uh bo burnham um who else does norman like he likes a lot of, he likes a lot of stuff he likes uh, a lot of the tiktok songs um the popular tiktok songs uh because when cory Corey makes videos, and she's picking music. Uh, She can scroll through and listen to the different songs, and uh, certain ones he will just jump up and come over and and dance with us. So That's my life. That's my life. 170-pound animal just charging at you, excited, with a toy in his mouth wanting to dance. He also does like my singing. He loves my singing. I sing Norman songs all the time. I sing them all the time, and uh, he enjoys it. Huh? We both, sing in the morning. we both sing in the morning. Yes, that's true. Corey has posted videos of Norman laying in bed with me and me singing to him and he singing back. So, Anyway, let's get to that history segment uh, before I forget. Uh, I would hate that because uh, Ryan puts so much time and effort into it. And uh, here we go. This day in history. This day in history. Let me get right up here. Good morning, humans, and happy May 10th. Today is the 130th day of the year. Only th- 235 days left in 2023. Whew, that's not many. That's not many. Uh, May 10th wiki nugs are coming to you this day in 28 BC. A sunspot is observed by astronomer, astro- astronomers <laughs> during the rain... <laughs> Uh, the reign of the Han dynasty and one of the earliest dated sunspots observations in China. They were looking at the sun way back uh, in uh, 28 BC. They saw a little black dot, I guess. Uh, This day in 1773, the Parliament of Great Britain passes the Tea Act designed to save the British East India Company by reducing taxes on its tea and granting it the right to sell the tea directly to North America. The legislation leads to the Boston Tea Party. Pips notes, I like my coffee darker and my tea in the harbor or something like that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Boston Tea Party. Uh, this day in 1837, panic of that 1837, New York City banks suspend the payment of. What? I don't know what that word is triggering, triggering a national banking crisis and economic depression whose severity was not surpassed until the Great Depression. Pip's notes planning on going back to read about this one. Not a clue, not a clue on this one at all. But uh, the more time changes, the more it stays the same. Bank runs. Weird panic of 1837. Will we soon have the panic of 2023 or is it already started? This day in 1869, the first transcontinental railroad linking the East and West U.S. is completed at Promontory Summit, Utah Territory with the Golden Spike. The Golden Spike. Um, funny enough, there were several roads in Minnesota called Golden Spike Road, even though the Golden Spike was in Utah. This day in 1962, Marvel Comics publishes the first issue of The Incredible Hulk. Was that um, Lou Frigno that played that? 1967? Oh, wait. It was a cartoon. It was a cartoon. Oh. Um, Pip said it's the the, the S-P-E-C-I-E. It, it is some kind of coin, and I don't know how to pronounce it. And uh, Josh says sounds like some kind of shit coin. <laughs> Basically... Basically, like I said, the more times change, the more they stay the same. Uh, 1967, this day, the Northrop M2F2 crashes on landing, becoming uh the inspiration for the novel Cyborg and TV series The Six Million Dollar Man. Uh this day in 1975, Sony introduces the Betamax video cassette recorder. Pips notes I don't even think I've seen a Betamax player or tape. I had a friend that uh, his dad thought he was the coolest in the neighborhood. He, over the years, had the first Betamax I saw, first VHS I saw, first LaserDisc I saw, first uh, in-home console um, CD player um, with the big speakers. And it had the record player, the tuner, but it had a CD player. It was the first kid I knew that owned a CD. Uh, Yeah, they had all, all the stuff. This day in 1994, Nelson Mandela is inaugurated as South Africa's first black president. Uh, was he still in jail at that time? <laughs> this day in 2002, FBI agent Robert Hassan is sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole for selling United States secrets to Russia for $1.4 million in cash and diamonds. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> Pip's notes <laughs> looks at a wiki profile pic. That dude is going to get passed around prison for a half a pack of smokes. <laughs> I kind of see the picture later. Uh, this day in 2013, One World Trade Center becomes the tallest building in the Western Hemisphere blah, 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 after they knock down the other ones. Happy birthdays on this day, 18, 1838. John, John Wilkes Booth, American actor, assassin of American actor, and assassin of Abraham Lincoln. And does anybody know if John Wilkes Booth was actually an an, uh, actor at Ford's Theater? Is that why he was so uh, easily able to move around the theater? Uh, This day in 1949, uh, happy birthday Miuccia Parada, Italian fashion designer. As of June 2021, Bloomberg estimated her net worth to be 662 Billion dollars with a B. Pips notes, dude, it's gotta be all drug money. Six billion on clothes and shit. Dude, have you seen how much her purses cost? <laughs> I had an ex wife. I have an ex wife. <laughs> she liked that shit. Uh, 1960, this day. Um, oh, God. Thank God Bono was born. Irish singer, songwriter, musician, and activist um, from U2. Speaking of the guy with the laserdisc, the Betamax, and the C D player, the first CD I ever saw was U2, the Joshua Tree. Huh. Synchronicity. Pips notes: may the fourth be with you and also U2. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> This day in 1978, Keenan Thomas, American actor and comedian, Pips Notes, Mighty Ducks, and Good Burger. I've laughed a bit from this dude. Yeah, that guy's kind of funny. That guy, uh, Keenan Thomas, is pretty funny. Um, Pips Random Wiki Nugs. Cheers and good. Uh, get some get some shit done. We had some deaths on this day in 2012. Carol Shelby, American race car driver and designer. Um, Pip's notes, having worked for a Dodge Chrysler Jeep dealership for most of my life, Shelby's work has affected me in ripple effects. I've pre-delivery inspected Vipers. I've used car inspected cars with his autograph on the dash. I still haven't seen that Ford versus Ferrari movie from a few years ago. It's still on the list to watch. Yeah, Shelby's, man. Yeah. Mm. Love them. Love them. Holidays. Today, uh today's holidays. North and South Carolina are observing Confederate Memorial Day. So I guess I'm supposed to I guess I'm supposed to post a uh post a CSA grave. I'll have to dig through and see if I have any CSA graves saved up. Um Utah is all about Golden Spike Day. FYI, the last railroad spike used was 17.6 carats gold. Cheers, humans, and don't let the oh my god, it's cut off by the don't let the Wednesday camel get you down. Whew. Made it. Made it. That is this day in history brought to you by Ryan over at DuctionCups.com. Check out Duction Cups. Whether you got ducks, cups, something to stick them to or not, you can always pick some up and find where to put them. Ah, uh, Let's get back to uh, – Let's get back to these comments as I was seeing them fly through. Woo. Somebody's drinking Irish coffee this morning. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What is going on? I hope there was nothing. If there's anything important in the comments, you better put it in again because I was focused on reading the, the history. Sorry. Had the had the notes over top of the chat. Woo hey one announcement i forgot to uh let everybody know this morning when i uh was doing the coffee of the day what i was drinking i have a big uh, i have a big note right next to it just to, to say friday friday will be my 400th episode 400 that's not that big a big round number um i know i celebrated 100 250 and, uh, at 250, I was like, well, what do you got to do now? You got to double it again. So it looks like I, uh, 400 is just one of, the uh, stopping points on the way to 500. But as round numbers go, 400, 400 episodes Friday. And it's on a Friday. I get to weigh, give away 10,000 Satoshis on a, uh, on a 400 episode Friday. And that's only happening because, um, I talked to Josh last night. We were going to do, um, we're going to do lightning for liberty last night. Things things don't always work out and uh we had both really kind of um slept on the fact that it was Tuesday and uh I said, "Hey, uh I got way behind on doing pre-recorded interviews and then I forgot to start again, so I am behind. I don't have one. Kyle helped me out last week." And Josh is going to come through in a pinch this week. And we are just going to repurpose lightning for Liberty. We're going to do it live on Thursday night. We are going to do lots to talk about Noster. And that's going to be episode 399. If Josh hadn't been such a, such a kind friend and uh, filled in that spot, I would be doing episode 399 on Friday. But 400 works out great. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. So, Catch uh, Lightning for Liberty, lots to talk about Noster uh, mashup on Thursday night live on this channel. I'm guessing Josh is going to get it set up on Lightning for Liberty and uh, Renegade Butcher. And we'll just go, we'll go all out. We'll uh, we'll multitask the shit out of that and uh, and make a great episode for you guys talking about Noster and um, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you can always drop them to me in the Telegram group or email uh, topics you want to hear about. And um, we'll take some live, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be a um, a pretty nice bullshit session for about an hour or more, um, all to do with Noster. So, woo, woo. good, good. All right, let's get into it. Um, he said he's got it rolling to the Lightning for Liberty, YouTube, and Telegram. I guess he didn't want it on the Butcher channel. I see. I see how it is. It's cool, y'all. If you don't like my stuff, that's all right. That's cool. <laughs> Let's get to the topics I had for today. <clears throat> last night. Hey, good morning, Mike, the Philippine Nomad. How are we doing this morning? Thanks for t- stopping in. Uh, so last night, we had that kind of, like, uh, mix up, and we decided we weren't going to do the show. And Corey and I were going to go get some uh, some chicken wings. At uh, the Hillbillies Wing Shack again, that place is pretty good. I uh, I enjoy it. But for some reason, all the restaurants in Tennessee are only open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and some on Sunday. Nothing's open on Monday and Tuesday. Except the Mexican place in Saltillo. That's that place is open. Um, So we almost went there and then, uh, we, we made sure actually luck got lucky. I, um, I was looking for a post office between here and there and noticed that it was closed until Wednesday morning at noon. And I was like, oh shit, I guess we can't go get chicken wings. So, um, we didn't have anything thought out to make for dinner. So we had to go get something and we were like, well, we'll go downtown again. We'll go downtown and, uh, and grab a, um, grab some Mexican didn't want to, didn't want to, it was kind of, um, it hadn't been long enough and I don't want to get burned out. I don't want to, um, I don't want to get burned out on the Mexican place. It's really good. It's good food. I enjoy it. The service is great. Um, but I don't want to get burned out on it where I just don't want to go there at all. And, um, So I figured we'll go. We had to grab something to eat. And uh, it was either go to the Dollar General and uh, find something that we were going to come back and make or just go have somebody make some food for us real quick at the Mexican place. And I was like, okay, we'll do that. Well, one thing I did. um, One thing I did. Was decide I was going to get something different. I was going to look at the menu i've been getting the same thing every time that's it's usually how i go uh, especially if i don't go to someplace long term is oh, somebody out for a ride this morning on their motor motorbike at uh 6 in the morning hmm. um if i'm going to be going short term uh i will pretty much stick with something i like if i find something that's really good i just get it it makes things easy this had a huge menu at this place and so I said to myself, if we're going to go, I'm going to get something different. Corey uh, decided she was going to get something different too. So we took some time and dove into the menu. And as I'm looking through the menu, I'm like, okay, I got a question on this. I got a question on that. And the server comes back and she was really nice girl. Um, and she was dealing with me asking questions. And so I was asking like, what is the burrito sauce? It's a burrito sauce. Like, is that like burrito covers in, um, in Idiocracy, when they start running out of burrito covers, um, I didn't know what burrito sauce was. So she explained it to me. It was a red sauce. It was uh, it was fairly mild. Um, I asked her some other questions, and then uh, she went away. And I, I looked some more at the menu. And in one of the sections, it said, um, it said, uh, it was in Spanish. It said something about a hamburger. I could tell it was like hamburger or something. Um, And so I read the description and the description (laughs) said a Mexican cheeseburger on a bun with lettuce, tomato, and onions or a Mexican cheeseburger served with lettuce, tomato, and onions is what it said. And I was like, I'm not sure what a Mexican cheeseburger is. Is it on a bun? Is it on a tortilla? Um, What exactly is a Mexican, Mexican hamburger? I didn't know. I didn't know. I was curious because I like I like cheeseburgers and stuff. So she comes back over and I said, "Okay, I got a couple more questions for you. Um, What is a Mexican cheeseburger? And her answer. Lord be. She goes, it's just a regular cheeseburger made by a Mexican. No shit. No shit. They call it a Mexican cheeseburger. I said it's not anything special. Like it's on a tortilla. It's got a different bun. It's got like guacamole on it, or anything like that. She was no. It's just a cheeseburger. <laughs> I was, I I was shocked. I was shocked. Um, yeah, Josh says it's made by Mexicans. Exactly, exactly. How did you know? I didn't. I didn't know that this was a thing. So it must be. Josh says, I make American tacos. (laughs) I was just, I was, I was like, holy shit. Okay. Um, anyway, I didn't get the, I didn't get the Mexican, um, (laughs) I didn't get the, I didn't get the Mexican hamburger or the Mexican cheeseburger. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, I think the feds figured out Elon figured out I was talking about making hamburgers out of Mexicans instead of um, <laughs> instead of by Mexicans and he shut me off. <coughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Perfect. Anyway, I kept looking through the menu. I kept looking through the menu and um, ended up going with the ranchero. Uh, and this was a pretty interesting, in, pretty interesting thing. It was, um, basically a ribeye. It was a, yeah, I got censored for racism. Yeah. I, I mean, when the Mexican people tell you what, what the Mexican cheeseburger is, I just, I think it's okay. Um, but I, uh, I got the ranchero. It was a, um, it was a ribeye steak. That was probably a quarter inch thick. It was good. It was good. And it was, it was well done by all means. But um, I thought of it as if I had sliced this up and put it into a taco or burrito, this would be perfect what it was. Uh, But basically a um, ribeye steak and it had chorizo, um, ground sausage on top of it, and then grilled onions that were grilled with the chorizo and uh, a cheese sauce and it came with refried beans and rice and tortillas and i made myself up some uh, some little steak and chorizo tacos that were phenomenal i guess they wouldn't have been tacos they'd been little burritos cuz i rolled them up i got to get in and uh, really do a deep dive into the what a taco versus what a burrito versus what a what a mexican cheeseburger is get that straight in my head um <sighs> What's up? What's up, Captain Flipstick? Been a while. Thanks for dropping in over on Twitch. How's uh How's the DJ career going, my man? Um, and yeah, so that was dinner last night. That was dinner last night. Um, I'm still I'm still waiting to go in and get the story from the from the bar uh, employees or patrons about the whole situation with the baby heads. Um, in the trees this thing is it's it's really intriguing me it's really intriguing me I need to know I need to know what the story is and I can't I can't um, fathom that it's only escalating um, because it's like poking the bear I can only imagine going and drinking there and and coming out of there as a regular all tore up and just seeing that sight and not um, not poking the bear it's it's um, yeah Oh man, he hasn't been able to uh, to do his DJ because of exams and other stuff. Nah. you're over in um, you're in Ireland, I think. I think Captain Flipstick is over in Ireland. Uh, he's been he's joined the show before. He's over on Twitch. Um, if you guys are over on Twitch, uh, be sure to uh, Scotland. That's right. Be sure to grab him a uh, a follow over there on Twitch. Josh says all Mexican food is the same, just in different shapes. The names indicate the format you eat, but the food is all the same stuff. And it's awesome. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Um, The other thing I was going to talk about this morning, uh, got some time. I had, I had something I think I'm going to go into tomorrow uh, is about our water situation. If you see right behind me, that Berkey right there, that mofo does some work that does some work. Um, And I will kind of walk you through our MO with our water. Um, It's different than anybody I've ever, ever talked to just because the sheer volume that our dogs drink and waste. Um, So stay tuned for that. That'll be tomorrow or Friday or whenever it comes off the list. But the thing that I wanted to get crossed off the topic list that's been sitting there for a while and um, Ryan spurred that memory for me this morning when he was talking about driving around with forklift was uh, he mentioned that he had just found out about forklift rodeos. Now this is um, backwoods Butcher says, was Scottish Scottish cheeseburger look like haggis? It looks like haggis. Uh, <laughs> uh, this goes back a long time. So probably in my late teens, I would say was the first time I ever went to a equipment rodeo. And I have seen some crazy shit at these. I've seen some guys do stuff um, with uh, huge excavators, forklifts, uh, things of that. um, Things of that nature um, that just blew my mind. Uh, Captain Flipstick says, a Scottish cheeseburger is just a cheeseburger. (laughs) You know what they call a cheeseburger? You know what they call a Whopper in France? Oh, scotch eggs scotch eggs hmm anyway uh so heavy equipment rodeos basically what that is is um they get a bunch of owners um business owners construction companies uh different uh, excavation companies they get the owners uh to come around they bring uh they encourage them to bring some operators and then they have the new equipment they have the new equipments for sale. They'll do these with uh, for like new sales. They'll also do them for used auctions. Uh, they'll do them as a uh, sport with uh, old decommissioned equipment and see if guys can uh, can still run that. But I've seen it in many different ways, uh, demonstrations. And these companies really like the operators to come out and use them because the operators are the ones using them. And they're the ones convincing the owners if they are um, worth worth the money this shit's expensive um so they really encouraged guys to push the stuff to the limits and see what they could do see what they could do as far as i've seen guys pick up eggs from the top of a um from the top of a road cone with the tying of a forklift i've seen guys um pick up balloons with, uh, excavator buckets on an excavator bucket that is bigger than me. Um, just different, different stuff like that. Amazing, amazing feats of skill that they would set up. And I think they wouldn't even think that anybody could do it. And some of these guys that, uh, that I saw run pieces of equipment were just phenomenal, but I got to participate in some of these, uh, growing up and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So they had, um, Josh says, I want to play in a forklift demo derby. They have them. They have them. They don't get advertised a lot. I, uh, I, It's not like a fight club thing or a black market thing. But um, a local guy in New York, when I was in industry, uh, would send some stuff out and say, I got a bunch of busted up shit. And uh, this wasn't an official forklift rodeo, but yeah, they would get together and they would have demo derbies with heavy equipment and shit like that. And um, it was fun. It was fun. There may or may not have been alcohol um, involved, but uh, excuse me, excuse me. So, one of the things that spurred out of these rodeos I went to was, and we've talked about this a couple times on the show. I've talked about it with several people that want to set this up. And I've actually seen, but not been able to participate in one, um, large adult playgrounds, large adult playgrounds. And it's basically... Um, <laughs> Josh says he casually rolls up to the forklift derby in his kill dozer. Yeah, it was kind of like an offshoot of the the battle bots. The guys would kind of um, the guys would kind of have some some fun with it and uh, do their fabrication, hone their fabrication skills to uh, make themselves safer and more likely to win. But anyway, the big boy, the big guy or girl um, playground. Spurred out of uh, out of that I went to actually spurred out of a heavy equipment rodeo, where a guy said, "Man, we bring in all these operators that know what the hell they're doing. How nice would it be to be able to bring guys out and let them learn, or let them mess around, or let them see if this is something they want to do?" I know that he used to hook up with the local trade schools and have kids come out and um, and experience this equipment and this is bigger equipment this isn't like uh the forklift in the factory this is like a forklift that's picking up a a a six foot diameter 20 foot long pipe um and you're moving it around or um a a large excavator or a large front end loader bulldozer roller um big um, steamroller shit like that so Kyle said, that's a lot of heavy petting on that playground. Yeah, Um, but he opened it up, and basically, it's a big open dirt spot with a bunch of equipment, and you go out, and you run the equipment. You can have an operator help you, and I, I went to this place, and I thought it was pretty cool, and then years down the road, somebody brought it up, and they said, we should do this, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, yeah, you should, because it was a pretty big hit. It was a pretty, pretty big, pretty big hit um yeah there's your business (laughs) there's your business uh lots of front end lots of front end costs lots of uh insurance overhead i'm sure but um hey you talk to you talk to the right equipment manufacturer or distributor and you might get some stuff on loan if you are getting uh operators out there running their shit Josh says, I don't bring any large equipment to the party. He is uh, not a large front end loader and don't have that much pipe. <laughs> Man. But anyway, that's my experience with uh, forklift rodeos and uh, heavy equipment rodeos and the things that I saw come out of them. That is just a fantastic idea. Um, so any of you guys that are thinking about setting up uh, the big big guy playground, uh, with some equipment and just an open field for guys to mess around and uh, move some dirt or rocks or whatever. I think it's legit. I think it's a legit business model. I don't have the the time, space, money, or energy to do it, so go for it. Go for it. Captain Flipstick says he's only used a forklift once and he crashed it. Sounds like you need a big boy playground so you can experience driving forklifts and uh, not worry about crashing them. <laughs> Because he was three. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Anyway, guys, um, that item of the day uh, today. What was the item of the day today? I wrote it down here and it's gone. Is the Zippo 12-hour refillable hand warmer. Zippo 12-hour refillable hand warmer. It uh, basically uses uh, the lighter fluid that you use in a Zippo. You open it up. You fill it up. You light it. It doesn't have an open flame. It just burns for 12 hours and heats up. It is, they're great. They're great. Uh, The reason I brought them today is because it's spring. You won't need them over the summer, but they are 35% off over on Amazon. Instead of mid-20s, now they're down 15 bucks. Pick up a few, throw them in the drawer. Throw them in the drawer with uh, with a bottle of Zippo fluid, and they'll be there for fall man if you're gonna go work on the homestead you're gonna go out and around you got a jacket you're in and out you fill one of these up and you light it you throw it in the pocket of your jacket it's there and it's warm it's warm when you go out your hands get cold you throw them in for a minute it warms them up grab two one for each pocket they last 12 hours at least at least one tip with these they come with a little cup that tells you how much fluid to put in it for how many hours definitely use the cup i have overfilled one of these on a hunting trip and picked it up the next day, and it was still blazing hot. Like it had run way, way too long. So, just a word of caution use the cup that it comes with for the right amount of liquid fuel. Anyway. I recommend them highly um like i said they're 30 off here on the spring uh spring sale over on amazon if you don't need any hand warmers but you still got to do some amazon shopping today please consider clicking that link even if you click the link and uh, don't buy the item that it goes to it gets you in our it gets us in your tracking and uh and gets us a little kickback on every item you pay for full price or sale price i don't know Sorry, uh, something distracted me out the window, shiny things. But anyway, it gets us in your tracking. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and we get a little kickback on everything you buy. Josh says, do they have hand coolers? I I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Uh, Other than that, guys, I appreciate you listening this morning. Uh, Be sure to check Josh and I out tomorrow night on Lots to Talk About Noster. uh, Smash up with Lightning for Liberty. If you enjoyed the show this morning, Please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelastproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you on Thursday.